Our New Testament reading this this, this morning, it comes from Luke. Luke chapter 23, beginning to read at the 32nd verse. Luke chapter 23, beginning to read at the 30th. Yeah, 32, verse 32. Oh, bless you, thank you. It's just written funny on my order, I think. I just, anyway, it's Luke 23, beginning to read at verse 32. This is J.B. Phillips's translation. Two criminals were also led out with him for execution. And when they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him with criminals, one on either side of him. But Jesus himself was saying, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. And they shared out his clothes by casting lots. The people stood and stared, while all their rulers continued to scoff, saying, He saved other people. Let's see him save himself. If he is really God's Christ, is chosen. The soldiers also mocked him by coming up and presenting sour wine to him, saying, If you are the king of the Jews, why not save yourself? For there was a placard over his head which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals, hanging there, covered him with abuse and said, Aren't you Christ? Why don't you save yourself and us? But the other one checked him with his words. Aren't you afraid of God, even when you're getting the same punishment as he is? It's fair enough for us. We have only got what we deserve. But this man never did anything wrong in his life. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered, I tell you truly, this day you will be with me in paradise. May God grant us understanding of that his most precious word to us. Uh, the words of Jesus... Jesus, uh, the, actually, it's not the words of Jesus at all. It's the words of, words of a thief on a cross. And he said this to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I, you know, I, I'm not very good at remembering things these days. I, I find it very difficult. Uh, memory's not like it used to be. You know? Um, there are t- a time when I didn't have a problem. Like, like I was saying this morning, I could, I remember clearly the first time I did that thing. And yet, I can go upstairs and forget what I've gone up for now. And, and so often... I have to go up for more than one thing 
two or three. And so I have to make two or three trips because I only ever remember one. It's weird, isn't it? I like to think it's because I've got a crowded memory. But I rather suspect it's because I'm getting old. Uh, But there's one thing, I think, that I will always remember. And that is a time, a time that I saw that Jesus loved me and gave himself for me. I I remember that time. It's a time I will never forget. Do you remember the time when Jesus touched your heart for the very first time? Yeah, you do, don't you? Maybe you can give a time and a place. I know people who come. They can give you the date, the exact time. I can't do that. But I do remember the time. As if it were yesterday. I remember the time. You never forget, do you, when you see God's hand reaching down and lifting you up. You never forget that moment, do you? Never forget it. And it's it's a thing that we can look back on over the years. And it's a time that, I know it's not, not right to look back and dwell on things, but when you're feeling down and things get hard, isn't it wonderful to look back on that time? when he first touched your life. And it, it somehow or other gives you that little encouragement to move forward, doesn't it? Well, it does for me anyway. And especially when you've had a bad week, like, like I've had, you know. I, I, sometimes you have bad weeks, don't you? Your head's not on right. I've had one of them weeks. Another one. Yeah. So, but I remember... And I felt this morning when I thought, how am I going to be able to manage? I don't, I don't really feel like coming and, 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 and leading a service and preaching because, you know, my head's been on wrong, Lord, and, and you've been miles away. Or at least that's the way it felt. Whoa. I remember. I remember that time. When that miracle took place in my life. I remember that time when God led me from darkness into his most marvellous light. Isn't that a wonderful way of putting it, really? Hmm? Great. Once I was blind, but now I see. Yeah. What a wonderful experience it is, isn't it? When it dawns upon you what God has done. You know, I remember when I was at school. I don't remember much when I was at school. I choose to, I choose to forget most of it because it weren't particularly a happy time for me, as I recall. And, um, but I remember one thing. I, you know, I weren't right good at maths. It weren't my best subject. I have to be honest, I were next to useless, quite frankly. 
because I once got told off because I got 10% from my maths exam. 10%. And you know why I played out with me? Because I copied off the person in front and they only got eight and I couldn't copy proper. And, and you see, I, I were in a maths lesson. And, and my, my desk was right in front of the teacher's desk. You know, the teacher sat there and there was always one desk. Well, there were in our school anyway. That were right in front of the teacher's desk. And in maths, I sat there. As a matter of fact, in most lessons I sat there. But that's, and I wonder why that were. But anyway, for maths, I sat there. And we were doing, we were doing fractions, we were. Ask me Bible. We were, I'll pick you up in a minute. We were doing fractions. Can you do fractions? I couldn't. And, 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 and you know, you're a nice guy, I remember. And, and he, he showed us how to do fractions. And he spent quite some time explaining it on the board. And then he said, well, you can all get on with it now. So we all got on with it. Well, most of us got on with it. I didn't get on with it because I didn't know what we were talking about. You see? And I managed to get one done. And, 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 and I could see him looking at my paper. Because he only was sat there, you see. He sat right opposite me, really. Much closer than what you are there on front row. And uh, he's looking at me and I thought... And it's horrible when you're being observed, isn't it? You can't, you can't get it right then if you're being observed, can you? And he said, Graham, you've no idea, have you? I said, no, sir. And you know what he did? He came round and he sat next to me. And he said, look, he said, you've got that one right, but there's no working out, is there? How you've got it right, I don't know, but... Well, I've got it right, but I was pleased I've got it right. Anyway, but he said, here's how you do them. And he showed me how to do it. And he looked at me, and he obviously understood that I hadn't understood See? So he went through it again. And again. And again. And he went through it. And now we're getting a bit fed up with him going through it. Because I still weren't getting it. And then he went through it. But he kept on going through it. And all of a sudden. It, was, it dawned upon me. I saw it. It was there. Look. I understood how it was done. And, and he showed me again. And again. And again, and he'd show me, and we're at the point where we're going to rip that pen out of his hand to get on with him, you know. Because I saw. And it's a bit like that, isn't it? When we come to know Jesus. Isn't it? It dawns upon us. There's that wonderful um, way of putting it, I think it's in Genesis, isn't it? Where where Jacob's fighting. uh, 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 And it says this, it says, And the sun rose over Peniel and it dawned upon him what God were doing and wanted to do in his life and you know I, I remember that time when God did that for me I'll never forget it never forget it Jesus said, well, the thief said, remember me, remember me, remember me, Lord, when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said this, he said, assuredly, 
I say to you, today, you will be in paradise with me. You will be in paradise. See, Jesus was hung between these two thieves, these criminals, these uh, brigands. Hung there. Uh, firstly, in, in, uh, in fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. We, we read it in, in Isaiah uh, 53, verse 12. And again in Mark chapter 15, it says this, that he will be numbered amongst the transgressors as according to the scriptures. It's all part of God's plan. God was in control of all that was going on. And the two thieves were there. And they saw it all. They heard it all. This, they couldn't have been in a better position. Could they? Grandstand view they got. Of Jesus dying upon a cross. For all mankind. God's plan was, appear, was approaching completion. And if they were to look at one another, these two thieves, they would have seen Jesus between them. They would hear all that he had to say. What, what did they see when they looked across? Well, yeah, they saw him. The Son of God hanging before them. And, and a sign above his head. It said, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Warren Wearsby said, it's the first tract that was ever written. The first gospel tract ever written. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Written by none other than Pontius Pilate. You shall call him Jesus because he shall save his people. He was an outcast. He was despised and rejected. The religious leaders of the time, they said, hey, can any good man come out of Nazareth? But he was indeed a king. He was the king of kings, the lord of lords. But his kingdom was not of this world. He came not to set them free from the oppression of Rome, but from the oppression of sin and of death and of total separation from God. He came to bring in his kingdom, a heavenly kingdom, a kingdom of love, of peace, and of joy. A love, a kingdom that was eternal and spiritual. And they were there to witness it. There to witness Jesus die upon a cross and left with them. That the greatest the message for all mankind spread and where Jesus says, come unto me. Come unto me. All you that labour in heavy laden, I will give you rest. Come to me. All is complete. Come enjoy the salvation that is yours. 
What did they hear? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He saved others, but he cannot save himself. He is Christ, the chosen of God. If you are the king of kings, said, uh, if you are the king of the Jews, said the soldiers, come down and save yourself. But that wasn't in God's plan, was it? He came to die. He came to die that we might live, that we might enjoy once more being a part of his family. came to seek and to save the lost. These two thieves had access to Jesus. And on seeing this, one, well, he remained hard and, and callous and said, save yourself and us with us, with you. you know, he was hard. He was unrepentant to the end. The other, he, he was a little different. He acknowledges God. He says, do you not even fear God? Finding yourself in his presence, in the presence of the chosen one, the Christ. This man, this man, he realizes his guilt he says, he says to his friend, he said, we, we deserve this. We deserve this. We've done wrong. But this man, he believes. He, it's a little word of faith too, isn't it, when he says, this man, he has done no wrong in all his life. He's never done anything wrong. He realizes that this, this man who hangs between them, is none other than God's son. One in whose presence he is unworthy. But he turns to him and says, Lord, Lord, remember me. Remember me. the word of faith isn't it from a prisoner from a dying sinner what a wonderful prayer I, I bet he never prayed before in his life do you but there on the cross he prays and he, he cries out to Christ he cries out to Lord Lord remember me not a difficult prayer is it a simple prayer but what a powerful prayer it is. Remember me. The prayer of a dying sinner to a dying saviour. Lord, remember me. Save me. His prayer was answered there and then. Didn't have to wait. Immediate answer. He got an answer from his Savior. Assuredly, 
I say to you today, you will be, you will be with me in paradise. Saved by grace through faith. It's good, sir. It's good works weren't going to do it, were they? He was there because he deserved to be there. He was getting his just deserts. He couldn't earn it. Couldn't buy it. Nor can we. For God's gift of grace is given freely. Received by faith. God's grace. The grace of God. God's riches. At Christ's expense. Was assured. Assured the salvation that Jesus was offering. Sure and certain. I say to you assuredly. Says I go and prepare a place for you. And one day I come back. Take you up there. To be with me. In the kingdom of my father. What a glorious promise. How wonderful it is. Is it not what is ours in Christ Jesus? It's wonderful, isn't it? You see, it's personal. Personal. He says, I say to you, he said to the thief. I say to you, it's a personal thing. Exclusively. You know, when, when I were little, we, 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 were, we were young, we were encouraged to learn John 3.16. For God so loved the world. And where it said world, we were encouraged to put in our own name. Did that happen to you when you were young? We, went, we used to go and we had to put our own name. For God so loved Graham that if Graham believes he will not perish but have everlasting life. Make it personal. Because it is. Because Jesus died for you and for me. It's a personal thing. You know, a little boy. A little boy. He, he, were, he, he, he was a China. He was a China. A Chinese boy. And, and you know, he, he, he'd been going along to the mission school. And, and, and they'd been telling him the stories of Jesus and they gave them each a Bible in their own language. And, and this little lad went home and he came back uh, the day or two afterwards and he said, and he, he, was, he was really excited. He said, hey, look, 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 my name's in the Bible. And the missionaries looked at one another don't have any Chinese names in the Bible. He said, it is, it is, it's in the Bible. Look, it's here, it's here. And he turned, and he, and he turned to, the, to that, that wonderful passage in the, the end of Matthew's Gospel where it says, where Jesus says, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the earth. It's personal. Jesus promises not only in him do we have life in all its fullness. But that he will be with us until the end of the day. 
till the end of the earth. Until that time where he comes or, or, or calls us to himself and takes us to that place that he has prepared for us. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? It's for now. Because he says, today you will feast in me with power. Immediately, now. You don't have to wait. It's not tomorrow or in a few days' time. Tomorrow never comes, does it? Because tomorrow's today in Australia, isn't it? When you, is that right? Well, whatever. And yet it was, but this, um, this man, he left it to the very last gasp, did he not? But Jesus answered his prayer today. You will peace with me in paradise. Today. Immediately. Now. It's a great shame that he didn't do it before because God had so much to offer in this life for him to enjoy. However, he got there in the end. And that's all that matters, isn't it? Because salvation was his. Procrastination. But you know, so often we can, we can be tempted to say, well, I'll leave it for a while because, you know, I'll, I have a lot of things to enjoy in my life before I become a Christian. And I've heard testimonies, haven't you, that so often, uh, you, you, uh, you're testimonies, don't you? And, and, uh, and of, of all the wrong things they did before they, were, they come up to Christian, and, and they seem to have a, a right good time, and then they say, and then I become a Christian. And, and then they leave it, don't they? As if there's no good after. When, you know, God has so many wonderful riches for us to enjoy in Christ Jesus. Unbelievable. It's, you know, words cannot tell, can they, what, what he has in store for us here. You know, it's not just pie in the sky when we die, but it's steak on our plates while we wait. Is it not? That God has for us. So, it's personal it's for now. And it's in Christ. Jesus died in order that we might enjoy his life and his salvation. And it was the Holy Spirit that, that took what Jesus did upon that cross into the very courts of heaven itself. And there God, God in his mercy, accepted that sacrifice that Jesus gave upon a cross. And you know, he said, you are forgiven, accept my salvation. Isn't that glorious? I never get fed up with telling that. I tell it, I say it every time. Oh, it so thrills my heart. You are forgiven, accept my salvation. And all you have to do is say, thank you, Jesus for dying for me. Thank you for what you did for me there on Calvary's cross. Fill my life with your fullness, Lord. It's not difficult, is it? And Jesus did it for you. And you. And you. It was exclusively for you. And inclusively for all. The paradox that is salvation. There was no other good enough to pay the price of sin. He only could unlock the doors at the gates of heaven and let us in. He did it for you. He did it 
for me. He did it because he loved us. He loved us. You know, <clears throat> I read a, <clears throat> there were a, a, a notice in a, a paper, and this is what it said. Somebody had lost their dog. It said, lost dog. Reward 50 pounds. Black and tan dog of poodle and German shepherd descent. Flea bitten. Left hind leg missing. No hair on rump. Blind and recently neutered. Answers to the name of Lucky. <laughs> How lucky was it? How wonderful was it that a flea bitten out mutt had somebody that cared enough for him to offer 50 pounds. Well, how wonderful is it that you and I have a God who loves so, so much that he gave his only son that you and I might once more might enjoy the benefits of his kingdom, of his presence, in our lives, of his love and his joy and all that goes with it, the, the incomparable riches in Christ Jesus that are ours. Why? Because he loved you. And he goes on loving you and will always love you. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. makes you wonder why people turn away and reject so wonderful a salvation, doesn't it? But they do. And, but you see, they need to know, you know, and it is our job. And let it be our job this week to, to them that we meet, seek to share with them the wonderful gospel of salvation. That it can be theirs, that they too can know and enjoy it. Lord, remember me. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Let's have a